Alexa, play Stand By Your Man. Okay, Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette from Spotify. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where if you're going to fuck around, you're going to find out. My name is Mary. (laughs) That's a very interesting analogy, and I'm Josh, and I will keep that in mind. I'm Melanie, and I absolutely love that. And honestly, I've been waiting for you to use it. Really? Okay. I mean, I think it's very apt in this episode. So apt. (laughs) Everything just comes to a head. Perhaps Boom. perhaps everyone should wear an ascot because their asses are getting caught in this episode. Ooh, tis. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to do a quick shout out to our Patreon members, uh, Brendan Fillick, Captain America, Sheen Pye, Laura Bernheim, Brad Mulholland, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you very much. You guys are the reason we are able to keep doing this for the yes. We're three and a half years, so we super appreciate it. Um, If you are not a Patreon member and you would like to be one, go to patreon.com slash ewingbbq. And if you're interested in the Patreon, check it out. If you're not, that's cool too. But something you could do that would really help us to that doesn't cost any money is one, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And two is to go to... Any and all Dallas Facebook groups and just mention us. Just to be, hey, like, hey, have you listened to the Ewing Barbecue podcast or whatever? Um, Because I think that just like getting the word out that we're around is awesome. So thank you. It is. It is. Yes. And uh, let's see. What do we have? I I love throwing out these conventions that people are going to be at in case people are listening and want to go meet people from the show. Mm-hmm. Again, this this weekend coming up, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Irving, Texas, at is the Preserve Halloween convention, and Omri Katz will be there with his Hocus Pocus co-stars Vanessa Shaw and Jason Marsden, and they will also be at um, Mouse House, uh, I think it is, in January. I have more information on that later. And Charlene Tilton messaged me the other day. Uh, she is jealous that I'm going to the last Elton John concert on Sunday night in Los Angeles. And uh, she mentioned that she is going to be at a German Comic-Con in Dortmund with Patrick Duffy and Linda Gray. Barbara Eden will also be there. And that oh is on December 3rd and 4th. That's cool. Boom. Boom. That is awesome. Boom. My head exploded. Boom. Bang. Boom. But she does say hello to everybody. And um, hi. Yeah, it's been about a year since she and Lee were on. It, yeah, what? almost exactly a year. What? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> that is insane. I know. Yeah. You're like, I, so it's, uh, I, I live in Michigan and it snowed today. Boo. Like on the ground, staying on the ground. And I am just, and I don't oh. hate snow. But I feel like I'm just not ready for it yet. I feel like it was just Christmas already. And Somebody, I feel like it's... Somebody posted an analogy <laughs> saying uh, snow is showing up in November because people are decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so stop and wait till that. December. <laughs> I'm not doing that. We always do it after Thanksgiving, like right after Thanksgiving. Right. It's like the, it's like the cartoon where the turkey is pointing at Santa Claus and going... 
November is my month. Get back in your sleigh, fat man, and wait till December. Wait your turn. <laughs> okay, birthday. Just a couple birthdays here. Um, the 16th, which is tomorrow. Uh, George O. Petrie, who played Harv Smithfield, born 1912, died in 1997 on his birthday. Merritt Van Camp, who played Grace, is, on the 17th will be 61. Um, November 21st is the 42nd anniversary of Who Shot J.R.? Oh, and we all learned right. who done it. Uh-huh. And, and Oh, an interesting uh, Dallas-related note there. Um, the season premiere of American Horror Story several, uh, several weeks back, Charlie Carver was watching the episode where Kristen was pulled out of the pool, so we know that that season started Ooh. October 9th, 1981. Right. Also, Deborah Shelton's birthday is on November 21st. Born in 1948, she is going to be 74. November 23rd, of course, it will be 10 years since Larry Hagman departed. Oh, my God. 10? 10 years to the day. Jeez. Okay. Uh, since we aren't on next week, Josh Harris, it's birthday. He'll be 44 on November 27th. Stephen Elliott, who played Scotty Demarest, he was born September 18th. Uh, no, September, uh, November 27th, 1918. And 1918? Jesus. Yep. Okay. Martin E. Brooks, who played Edgar Randolph, would have had a birthday on November 30th, born 1925. These people were old if they were still alive. It, well, it's hard to believe that yes. 1925 like, is almost 100. It 100 blows my mind. years ago. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my, three of my grandparents were born in the 20s. It's insane. My grandparents got married in 1927. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. Not, let's not forget our matriarch, Babs, Barbara Bel Geddes. Would have been 100, 100 on Halloween. So That's nuts. right. Wow. Yeah. Time is stupid. Time, time is, is fleeting. It is. And let's do the time warp into, into an episode of adoption. Again. Okay, today we are talking about season five, episode 19, episode 96 of the series, Adoption. You're carrying 10 voting shares in his company. I don't want the damn votes. Find him away. Right now. Well, there's something I want to say. I should have said it a long time ago. I love you. You marry a loser. Do you want a divorce, Ray? Yes. There's no way you can stop me from seeing Sue Ellen anymore. Well, now, I wouldn't count on that. I plan to marry her one of these days. Well, Barnes, you're going to have to step over my dead body and do that. Whatever it takes. It was written by Howard Lakin. Directed once again by Larry Hagman and aired February 19th, 1982. And on February 19th, 1982, the number one Billboard hit in the U.S. was Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. Um, The number one film is still on Golden Pond. People are loving this movie. And um, the top news story that I could find for this week was that there was a big television event um, that... Uh, was filmed on 
the 14th of this week, uh, February 14th, called Night of 100 Stars. And it took place at New York's Radio City Music Hall with almost every big star from the time from film and television. And the tickets to attend it cost $1,000 a piece. In 1982? Um, in 1982, right. And that was a fundraiser for the Actors Fund. And it took Ooh. five and a half hours to film the entire thing because they had all these little skits with all these actors. And uh, they sometimes the people sitting there would wait like 20 minutes between people. Um, and then when it was edited together, it aired on television and was three hours long. So it was a huge, I- huge event, which I personally do not remember because I, I can find them on YouTube, right? Oh, I probably, I've seen, you probably I've seen see clips on YouTube. I bet you could. I, I've yeah. seen some of them from like at, at least 82 through like 85 because okay. I remember, I remember Linda being on oh, okay. a couple of them and she, she may have, I think she may have had short hair at one point. So it was like mm-hmm. definitely early to mid eighties. Okay. Yeah. And for us growing up at that time, something like that might've being little at that point might've seemed a little boring to us just oh, definitely. at the time. I would have been six, so I probably it was probably past my bedtime, so I probably yeah. missed it. But you know, it wasn't Circus of the Stars, which I always got really excited. About. Oh, Circus of the Stars, <laughs> those were fun. Yeah, I broke my arm because of Circus of the Stars. Or what? What were those? Oh boy, what yeah. were those ABC? Um, like they had, had those competitions up? with uh, oh. different different stars oh. at different shows. Yeah, Battle, Battle, of Battle of the Network Stars. Yes. Yes. And they were always in those short 80s short shorts. Yes, they were. <laughs> well, this episode was number one in the weekly ratings. And Herb Vigren, who played Judge Thornby in the episode, mm-hmm. uh, was a TV veteran who appeared in a, a number of villains on the adventure of, of Superman and is a regular on the Ed Wynn show. Mm-hmm. And that's really all that we have. I like how me and Mary had a collective, hmm, hmm. Yeah. Well, isn't that special? Isn't that special? All right. So we open on the exercise studio where we're we're sweating to the oldies again. Actually, we're sweating to some 80s like jazzercise music. (laughs) Yeah. uh, More Jane Fonda flashbacks here. Uh, Speaking of on Golden Pond and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Bobby pulls up. In a perfect spot, so we have to drink. Oh, God, Bobby yep. Ewan. Yeah, but he's he's not alone. Somebody's watching him. Mm. That's true. There's a little girl that pulls up behind him. We can't see who he is. I feel soon. like somebody's watching me. Watching me. me. A little Rockwell <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, and so creepy. I'm really excited because Pam's hair here. Because, okay, Pam, like every episode – Victoria Principal is trying to figure out what the hell she's doing with her hair this season. She doesn't know. Every episode is different. At this least she one, got rid of the poodle do. At least she got rid of the poodle do. This is true. But this one, it's almost like she, it's a little feathered. It's a little, it's a little Jenna Wade. A little bit. Mm. So and a little we know how you feel about Jenna Wade. You know how I feel about Jenna Wade. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, so then Bobby comes in to see Pam. She's excited to see him. So did you notice that when Pam walks away... Bobby watches her ass the entire time. <laughs> because, of course, I, I, he does. I didn't notice because I was watching Pam's ass the entire time, too. No. <laughs> the entire time. He just, like, seriously, like, they held on the shot, and he was just like, hmm. 
And I, I, I like how she just walks around with a clipboard while somebody else is doing the classes. Right. She's been doing uh, her whole exercise thing for like two weeks. She doesn't know what she's doing. So, right. yeah. So walk around with a clipboard. In business, if you walk around with a clipboard, nobody will bother you because you could That's be true. playing tic tac toe doing a crossword mm-hmm. puzzle, but nobody will bother you because you look you official. Just got to look busy. Just look busy. Yeah. I was very busy looking at that lady behind the desk who, instead of lifting the thing up to go out, she went under the opening in the desk. I didn't notice that. Yes. Oh, I'm like, nice. I'm like, did they try to block the shot with it being lifted up and it, <laughs> in it, and it came up into the camera shot the wrong way oh, and they just didn't like funny. it or yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. I'm like, Oh, she's <laughs> doing like the, uh, the work desk limbo. How low can you go? That's funny. <laughs> I like how these scenes transitioned into the next scene. That's it, true. It, it just kind of flowed. It does it really well actually, because Bobby calls Sue Ellen to set up a meeting uh, with her next week, he's like, we got to talk. And she's like, okay. And then hangs up and then it cuts to Sue Ellen, whose doorbell rings. I, I like when, I like those transitions. Corny, yeah. Yes. It's smooth. One yellow rose that needs a water. Yeah. My, my friend here needs a drink. I'm like, JR, th- okay, this is corny, but it's cute and you're up to no good. I know. It's corny. Uh, and I really like that she's still trying to assert boundaries, but I hate that he keeps wearing her down. He does. He knows how to play her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He knows. Mm-hmm. Master mm-hmm. manipulator. So he, like, convinces her to go to South Fork for dinner against her best wishes. She's like, I think it's a bad idea. And he's like, yeah, but you should just do it for a kid. She's you like, lived there for a number of years, he said. A number of years. <laughs> well, and, like, he was like, well, you know, the other night it was so special to me when we were sitting there watching those videotapes. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you had your tongue down her throat at one point, buddy. So, come on. That's not all that happened. That's not all you were thinking about. Right. Stop. Like, you're J.R. Ewing. Stop. The freeze frame ended on them kissing. So, yeah, we know so, yeah. what was going on. We didn't know exactly how far it went, though. We don't know. <sighs> I mean, it's also very on brand for Sue Ellen for to like do something and then freak the fuck out. That's true. That's very true. So we don't yeah. know how far it could have gone because she could be like, oh, I'm scared again. Right. And right, he, right. he's all like, uh-huh. And then yeah. he's like, well, no. I got I, her now. I, I, I just want to have a friendship. Yeah. A friendship with my mo- tongue down your throat. Right. That he, he pulls back and he's like, no, no, no. I just want us to start over and like be friends, friends, friends with friends benefits. Because I said like later on in this episode uh, on, in my notes, I was like, uh, I've decided JR and Sue Ellen should be fuck buddies. At least they don't have to be married. You know, they what? just, they just I feel like that would have solved so many things if they had just been fuck buddies. Yeah. They, they could have gone off, had their own relationship. Isn't that a thing now right. where the people are like poly and they have multiple relationships? That is a thing. It's been a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I learned about that watching Good Trouble on ABC Family or Freeform or whatever they call it now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She will go to dinner. Yeah, she, she decides she's going to go to dinner. Okay, so Ellen. Um, so then we cut to Pam gets in Bobby's car with Christopher and not in her lap, in her lap, no car seat, unsafe car 101. Oh my God. I can't Convertible it. top down. That and kid then, is so dead. The kid could just fly out the window, just like, boom. Right. <laughs> window. There's no roof on it. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean. The kid could just fly out of the car. I should say, just go. Boom. Yeah. He's a projectile. 
if yes. anything happens. But as unsafe as that car is, there's another unsafe car behind them that That's they don't know true. is there. That is true. That, does that look a little like Jeff Faraday through the window? It looked, it looked a little like Jeff Faraday. I actually wrote like WTF. Is that Jeff Faraday? Okay, so then Ellie comes to invite Donna to dinner. Um, and she comes and she finds uh, Donna just sitting there with like a broken plate. And there's lots of plate pieces all over the floor. Right. Shit's gone down. Yeah. For those that uh, are having trouble remembering at the end of last episode, she found Ray in bed with Bonnie in the uh, right. Starbright Star Motel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Naked. Naked mm -hmm. as six jabers. I mean, she's remarkably calm for Miss Ellie having walked in. She's like, ah, look at my pottery all broken on the floor. They I, could make, they could make some artwork with it. They could take the pieces and arrange it and then paint them and make some nice yeah. sculptures. And but I was also or like. she could take it and like cut open his neck with it. One or the other. Mm -hmm. One or the Use other. them as projectiles when he comes in the house. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> no, she has the kindling later that she's going to, uh, it's breaking because she's That's with each twig. It's like snapping his neck. Um, so anyway, she, um, she tells Ellie basically what's going on that Ray, um, wants her to walk out on him. Like he's doing everything possible to get her to leave him. And she said like, you know, I caught him in bed with another woman and uh, Ellie's like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. I can't believe Ray would do that to you. Like he doesn't. And she's like, the worst thing is I think he did it on purpose. And she's like, he wouldn't do that to hurt you. He loves, you know, he doesn't hate you. And she's like, no, he doesn't hate me. He hates himself, which is totally true. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's more of that Ray self-loathing again. Oh my God. Yeah, so annoying. I'm a Dumb cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I hope she leaves me because she's too smart for a stupid loser like me. I just don't have the patience. I, I just mm -mm. don't. She's a saint. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. We go from saint, saint, from saints to creepers. Saints to creepers because we find out Lucy totally did a fucking run with Roger. She mm -hmm. just, she woke up in the morning was like. What did I Bye. do? She uh -huh. stuck out laughing. He's upset about this. He's like, oh, I wanted to, I wanted to like wake up with you in bed and like spend the whole day together. And she's like, and he's he's drinking red wine in a glass. At what time is it? This is like ten a.m. And she's in that nice dress, and she's got that flower arrangement next to her on the uh, on the table at South Fork mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. orange and the yellow and the weird things just shooting all over the place. And she's just like, yeah, I have shit to do. Like, we'll talk later, but I got stuff. And he gets really pissed about it. And she's like, I gotta go, bye. And she hangs up. And then he throws the whole glass at a picture of her on the wall. And then the stalker it just, wall. It's not just a it's picture. Pull back. It's like, covered in the whole wall. It's the stalker wall. Yeah, so creepy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Then we have that weird shot of JR pulling into South Fork, and it, you can really tell how open the land is from that shot of the car yeah. pulling up the driveway. This scene is kind of funny in a way. Okay, so Ellie is basically. It's adorable. 
it's adorable, but like Ellie's explaining to Teresa, who is taking a turkey out of the oven, how not to burn herself. And I'm like, I think she's got it, Ellie. I think she's fine. Ellie, before they built that kitchen set, Teresa was in the unseen kitchen cooking all your meals for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's been so, doing this a while. She knows what she's doing. It's like, you're yeah. hovering, Miss Ellie. You need to go. This is right. my kitchen. Hovering. <laughs> That's the word for you're it. You're yeah. hovering. In fact, Get out. In fact, next season, I'm going to change faces and still be Teresa. Um, and then JR excitedly brings in Sue Ellen and John Ross into the kitchen. They all collectively eat off one spoon. I mean, that's yeah. an adorable family thing, but but right. how many right. people were going to eat out of that dressing, too? Right. And I'm thinking yeah. post-COVID, is, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, call, he calls the stuffing dressing, which I always, I always find it funny because whenever I think of dressing, I think of like a liquid that you pour onto like a salad or something. Oh, really? I think but, it's a southern okay. thing. Oh, okay. I, I think it's funny that Jr. says, "Oh, what else do we got here?" And she says, "She tells him like, oh no, there's going to be no no eating before dinner type of thing." Uh, he's like a little kid trying to go into the refrigerator. Yeah, that was funny. You know, yes. you don't, you're you spoiled your dinner. No, no food for you. Yeah, he is trying very too hard to be too nice. I don't know. I I feel like that's also Jr. Like when he's not stressed out or when he's not trying to be like, no, when he's not scheming. That's just like him yeah and i've also noticed and he needs the to be larry more like hagman, that the larry hagman directed episodes show there's more a of that. lot of those little moments of jr interacting with his family do you think That's, he was trying to humanize him a little? trying to humanize him trying to humanize the family yeah mm-hmm. yeah that Which was kind of brilliant yeah, it Very, is because that's, that's what I love about the show, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's what's missing from the new show. Mm-hmm. But anyway. We'll get there in 20 we'll years. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, in a million years. Um, okay, so we got to pre-dinner drinks. Okay, I got a drink. Don't forget yourself, JR. <laughs> be more likely to forget my own name, I'll... I'm more likely to forget my own name. Yeah. <laughs> more of those JR moments again. And then uh, Sue Ellen is asking Donna about Ray, and it's it's making Donna very uncomfortable. Uh, it's awkward. Well, like, Sue Ellen has no idea, and I thought they both held it together pretty well, and then JR's like, mm, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, just saying what he says, and Miss Ellie's like, well, um, look, Junior, it wasn't too long ago that you were pulling the same bullshit. And Lucy was kind of like, yeah, you were almost bearable when you were drunk all the time, dude. Right. And right. I was like, yes. Yeah, Lucy and Ellie just there is just like the peanut gallery for JR. I, I lo- and I love I love that banter. That's what makes the show is uh I yeah. really like that Miss Ellie was in on it this time instead of telling yes. them to stop. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, fuck you, JR. Uh, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And it was weird. Bobby and Pam come down the stairs and into the room. But did they get home after JR had arrived with Sue Ellen? Or they, they were have... taking forever to get ready upstairs, maybe, putting Christopher oh, down. Yeah, they didn't know Sue Ellen was there. Yeah. It, that, Obviously. Yeah, but if they arrived after JR and Sue Ellen were in the house, mm. wouldn't they have seen her before they went upstairs? Not necessarily. Because that... they were in the kitchen, so they may have, right. they may have yeah. come in and gone upstairs. and. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a mansion. It's a big house. I mean, it's possible. The back stairs off the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, dinner will just be just like the old days now, won't it, J.R. said. 
And I feel like he says that and everybody just has like a, a legit worried look on their face because I don't think the old days are as great as JR thinks they are. No. no. How many times did they actually finish a meal without slamming a, a napkin down, getting up and walking out of the room? And Right. Exactly. I think he, he remembers things a certain way through rose-colored glasses. Yes, yeah. There are those Karen McKenzie rose-colored glasses again. To quote the movie Lost Highway, he remembers things the way he wants to remember them, not the way they actually happened. Mm-hmm. Memory of convenience. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Cliff, and he has a little investigator who says that he thinks the alcohol company is legit. Yep. Okay, and my question was, is this guy a JR plant too? Like, he, did he just happen to find the one investigator who was going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is a great company. And yeah, maybe it is a great company, but then we find out more about, about it yeah. in a couple of scenes. And it makes more sense because that was my first thought. This guy is also a JR plant, and I'm like, how can JR, like, send in Wally Hampton and then send in the investigator? Like, wow. <laughs> And how did, he, how did he get the mm-hmm. report on Old Co. that quickly? I mean, if you're a PI, you can do whatever. I mean, whatever. that's your job, right? Yeah. That's your right. job. Exactly. So. And it's a public company, so that right. makes sense. You'd be able to mm-hmm. investigate it. But uh, Old Cole has a solid uh, report, and uh, at the moment, Cliff seems happy. Mm-hmm. He does. Nice short seat. And then dinner seems to have gone well. Yeah, lot, lot, lot of, lot of idle chatter going on. Everybody's, you know, nobody's fighting. Nobody's throwing things around. Right. All the women are talking about dessert. I noticed that. <laughs> They're like yeah. leaving the room, going, ah, talking about eating too much food. What about dessert? And then Sue Ellen and Bobby stop, and she's like, "You want to talk to me now?" And he was like, "Uh, yeah. no, no, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, why don't we just go in the living room and hash it all out right here in front of everybody." Like by the way, so 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 this baby is actually Jr's. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Like he looks so guilty when she asks him that. I'm just like, yeah, look more guilty, Bobby. Do it. Do it. Look more guilty. And Sue Ellen's like got this look on her face, like, okay, like, uh, whatever. Right. We'll talk later. Yeah. yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, Jr is sitting there next to a sleeping John Ross on the phone to Fenton Washburn. He wants Ray picked up at the Longview Bar. He's like, I'm going to throw my brother in the pokey. And then JR says he, he'll, he'll arrive after midnight to take care of it. So don't worry about it. And then he smiles. What a dick. He is such a dick. Such a jackass. Mm-hmm. He will smile. Don't give me that crap. No, no, wait. That's well, later. so funny because he's like, oh, my brother. No, no. I'm talking about Ray. <laughs> right. Because right, 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 right. I'm sure Fenton Washburn was like, Bobby? Bobby what? Oh, okay. Bobby's in trouble? Yeah. And, and, and when has JR ever referred to Ray as his brother? <laughs> right. Right. I, I, I guess I didn't understand how, like, when did this become such public knowledge that Ray was Jock's kid? Did they put out a press release to the town? They have, uh, they're on the front page of every newspaper because there's a. Ah, a, a okay, touche. There is a, uh, actually in the basement, which later became the exercise room, there is a private printing press that just prints out the Ewing newspaper. Is the exercise room later supposed to be in the basement? I thought that was supposed I to be. On I don't the know side. where. I don't know where it is, but. Uh, okay, I just. There's got to there's, there's be a basement, and maybe that's where they have their printing press. Maybe, maybe. Right, and Teresa's <laughs> sex dungeon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Um, so then we cut to Jr. confronting Ray in said jail. Well, I just had dinner with your wife back at the uh, at the ranch. She seems to be pretty fed up with you. Not wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ray Ray just doesn't give a fuck right now. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm sitting in the corner of the jail cell. You didn't love you didn't love Jock like I loved him. Right, that's that's such a weird comment. He's like, you don't know how to love. I loved him. Oh, like yeah. he's known him his own father for way longer than you have, man, and known it was his actual dad. So what the J- fuck are you talking about? Jr., you're a taker. You know you, you're not capable of love. I don't want the damn shares. Yeah. I don't want the the votes. You can have the votes. JR just conveniently has paperwork all drawn up. That's what I said. I was like, oh, here's the generic contract. I just happen to keep in my jacket. You know, I just happen to have it here to sign over your shares to me. But I love how Ray's like, boop, and it lets it fall on the floor. First first JR, JR puts it on the... On the jail thing, mm-hmm. and then steps back, mm-hmm. and then when and then Jr. goes to pick it up, and he looks at him, he goes, "Jr., you you go to hell, Jr." And Jr. leaves, and George let him out in the morning. <laughs> and I want the votes. Whatever, Ray. Whatever, Jr. Jesus. Jesus. I'm cutting ties with the Ewings. Oh, my God. As long as Ray stops, like, complaining, I'll be happy. Whatever it takes to get Ray to can stop complaining, it's fine. So JR has those shares, so he moves on to his next target the next morning. Mm-hmm. He's, like, standing, pretending to have a phone call. Like, Lucy starts coming downstairs, and he's, like, picks up the phone. Oh, yeah, so that charity I'm donating to. Okay, 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 buddy. Pretends he's talking to Dr. Waring, of all people, yeah. Okay. And Lucy does is like, what the fuck are you doing? You're making phone call, business phone calls from home? What? Then he's talking Mm. about uh, donating to a new burn wing and maybe having Mitch fired. Thought you might want to save your husband's job. My voting shares. That's what you want, isn't it? They're not doing you any good. Which means they're not doing you any good either. Well, let's put it this way. If Dr. Waring had a choice between accepting my donation or firing your husband, what do you suppose he'd do? Is this a multiple choice question? (laughs) Can you picture Mitch kicked out of his job, not being able to work in any hospital in Texas? I just can't imagine him freezing in some place like Cleveland. I don't care if he freezes on Mars. I'm keeping my ten voting shares. I think you're making a big mistake. I don't think I don't know why you're being so nice to Sue Allen. All you want is John Ross's ten voting shares. J.R., you stink. But he doesn't actually know what's going on in Lucy's life, so she's just like, okay, fucking do it. I don't give a fuck. I care more about keeping you from those 10 shares than I do about my husband. So fuck off. And Mitch can freeze on the moon for all I care. Right. Yeah. And that's why you're being so nice to Sue Ellen, because you want John Ross's shares. Because Lucy can see right through his shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that he stinks. Mm -hmm. Because he does, for sure. So um, I think 
the next shot, opening shot, Ray needs to fix the lettering on his mailbox. It's kind of starting oh. to fade away. Is it? I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was looking a little little faded. Okay. From that Texas sun. And he comes in and Donna's breaking each piece of kindling, thinking of his neck snapping. <laughs> Donna is all of us in this moment. Yes. yes. And he's surprised to see Donna still at the house, actually. I'm surprised you didn't pack your bags and take off. Oh my Why God. are you still here? She, a- she asks him if he wants a divorce. Right. And he says, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. And she's like, so you can be with, like, that girl? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a loser. You're too smart. You married a loser. If you were really smart, you would have walked out on me because I'm a dumb cowboy. <laughs> and she's just like, <sighs> and he says he's going to stop pretending to be something that he's not. And then Donna reminds him, like, hey, the whole time, I just wanted you to be you. I fell in love with Ray Krebs, who didn't know he was a Ewing. I fell in love with you. So I want you to be you. I never wanted you to compete with the Ewings. He's like, yeah, but I needed to impress you. And she's like, right, but you weren't. And he was just like, well, uh, she's like, I was proud of you before that. And he was like, well, that that you were dumb to be proud of me. Well, I, I'm just a dumb I'm a, cowboy. I'm just a dumb cowboy I'm a loser. loser. Oh, my God. Yes, you're a loser, Ray. Yes, I agree. Oh, my God. Uh, and then she's like, okay, cool. If you want a divorce, cool beans. You got to file for it. I'm not doing it because it, this has nothing to do with me. So if you want that, you do it. And uh, I, I, I think I want to volunteer in tribute to go file for divorce because I want her to divorce him right now. <laughs> Well, Cl- Cliff is about to avoid a huge problem in the next scene because he finally discovers. No, it's good. It's he, He's figured out it is good to be suspicious. It is good to be, don't be suspicious. Don't it out. be suspicious. I was we can't so go on with suspicious minds. minds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of Cliff trend. in this moment because uh, nor- I feel like Cliff normally wouldn't see this shit coming, but he does. Mm-mm. He mm-hmm. notices, he's like, okay, this is way too good to be true. Patterns, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like even the- Rebecca planted that seed. She's like, are you sure? Like, right. you might want to check it out. But it's good, but check it out. Yeah. He's not like the greedy frog to the juicy fly in this instance. Right. Uh, so he finds out that not only did Wally Hampton and JR go to the same university, they were in the same fraternity. They um, have been doing active business together for years, like up until very recently. So he's like, mm, I don't trust it. And then they bring up the barn to feud and she and Ellie would like to see it end. And Yeah. Rebecca's like, it's stupid. We just need to end it. And he's like, well, what's true. JR's never. Gonna, and do you notice in a lot of the plotting between J, against JR against Cliff, they don't appear in the same scenes most of the time. Oh, they don't. No, very rarely. It's very rare that the two of them mm-hmm. actually come face to face. and Because they're having their own little war separately, you know? Right. They're all ghosts. Yes. So when they do come together, it's, it's quite classic, mm-hmm. as we will see. But uh, he tells his mother that she's going to have to decide which side of this. Yeah, she has she- to pick a side. Okay. All right, Cliff. 
Yeah. Okay. Over dramatic. Yeah. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. At the adoption uh, offices of Charles Eccles. Yeah. Uh, Charles Eccles reads uh, the whole thing that's going to be printed in the law journals that they legally have to do to try to like smoke out the father of the baby, even though like he's, he, he reassures them. He's like, nobody reads these except lawyers. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but he is worried that Bobby hasn't gotten the affidavit by the baby's mom's sister yet. Right. We, we do learn that the, uh, article is going into in Dallas and Los Angeles where the baby was born and that the hearing is Wednesday, the 17th. But yeah, Sue Ellen. uh, I just thought of that Wednesday, the 17th. So they're on the same calendar because Wednesday, February 17th. February 17th that year would have been a Wednesday because the 19th was Friday. Oh. Oh. Nice. Isn't that special? And uh, I guess that was Jeff Faraday in the car. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Jeff Faraday is looking through adoption records at, at, like, at an office, and they're, like, letting him look through all the recent adoption records. And, like, why is he able to look through those? Not only that, I want to know why the hell he cares so much. You got your money, fucking leave town. Like, what are you doing? He got his money, like, he got rid of the kid. Like, bye. Bye. Well, at the same time, why is he sticking around? What is the interest in the child? Right. Like, if if it's not your kid, as far as we know. As far as we know. Like, why are you still there? Why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? Why are you still there? You got your money. Go. Like you, you gave probably you gave the baby to probably the best parents he could have gotten in yeah. Dallas. Yeah. So this, this what the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? Very leave. Go. Leave. This can't. This can't end well. Just leave. No. Right. This never ends well. <laughs> and also, I just don't see where he has any authority to be looking at all of those records. No. Well, and I wonder, were things, was, was like privacy a thing back then, like it yeah, is now? Mostly for confidentiality. Adoption. I think yeah, it because, was even more Because then. a lot of, a lot of I, adoption I records were not unsealed until sealed. like 2015. Right. Yeah. That's so. so weird. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. And, and even, he was able, even able to look through like the temporary custody files, which is well, like. Well, he was a con man. So. I mean, uh, that's a good point. He could be pretending he's someone like, else. Fake credentials Just, or something? Like, my parents were foster parents, and all of that shit was, like, secret. You weren't supposed to know any of that stuff. Hmm. Interesting. That's very yeah. shady. Not yeah. slim, either. Please stand up. So Ellen's a little <laughs> overdressed to be at the uh, aerobics studio there while Pam's in her jumper suit uh, well, thingy, uh, whatever she's... I, she's just obviously, you know, stopping by to see her at work, but (laughs) I just, I love the interactions between them. Like, this is like the the friendship I live for, these moments, and where Pam is like, oh my God, I would love to have you and John Ross back at the ranch, but, you know, JR is still JR. Yeah. Like, girl, don't fall for it. And Sue Ellen's all like, doe-eyed, oh, I think he's changed. I'm like, Jesus, no. No, what are you doing? Girl. And that that's where I wrote down. I was like, you know what? Listening to the two of them talk, I was like, they need to be fuck buddies. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. no strings other than that. I think their relationship actually probably would have been better. But uh, Pam always, Pam says that JR is unpredictable, and Swellen thinks that Jock's death may have changed JR. And she says right. that eh. 
she needs to, that JR always seems to get to her, which is true. It is true. It's very mm-hmm. true. At least yeah. she acknowledges it. She acknowledges it. She knows it. She knows it. And she doesn't and she, like it about herself. You can tell. Nope. She's just like, God She damn does it. not like it. Mm-hmm. And like, what, is it, what is it she said? It, it was a long and painful road for her to get to where she is. Which is true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, honey, don't don't turn around and start walking backwards because you are you sound like you're going to do that. Right. And yeah. we don't want to have to bring Dr. Elby back because we don't want to see that haircut. No, we're done with the hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we cut to Donna comes home. Ray is like passed out on the bed. And then she covers him up. It's such a wife thing to do. It is. And like, uh, like when Ellie did that to Jock when he fell asleep in the chair and she took off the glasses. Right. And she just like sits down and looks at him for a minute. And then she gets the most like determined look on her face, which at first I was like, is she making sure he's breathing? <laughs> I wasn't right? sure if she was like, check it. Like, are you alive? And no, then that's, she why was just you, like, that's why you pull the mirror out and you put it under the nose. Right. And then she gets like a super determined look on her face and she stands up. She walks to the closet, puts on her badass coat. Like she swaps, oh, she swaps shit. the swaps the trench coat for the huge fur rich woman fur coat. Uh-huh. And this is where I wrote someone done fucked around and now they're gonna find out. That's Holy right. shit. And where is Sarah? Because her favorite scene is coming up. I and know, she's not I know. So I'm Sarah. Mm. I want her whole last two last two two minute long monologue on this. I do. Me too. This is her whole scene. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But we'll get there. Okay. Okay. So then we cut to Cliff, um, and he tells he comes to tell Jair that he figured out his plan. Okay, again, this is my thing. Just like Sue Ellen, why the hell are you going to Jr. and telling him what you figured out right. and what your plans are? Like, bad don't, idea. Don't, Be- yes. Because he... Dude, he, why? He, he, he thinks he has the upper hand and he's smart and he just wants to gloat in Jr.'s face. Like, yeah, I does. figured out what you're up to. And Sly needs to check him to like, make sure... Mm, Sly needs to check okay. to make sure he's not stealing any ashtrays, too. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, because I was like, this is still weird, you know. This is this is still weird. It's all weird. Like, why is Jr. like, oh, oh, you caught me. Uh huh. Yeah, you got me definitely. But then it's like when he's like, yeah, because I have no intentions of like not going after Sue Ellen. By the way, and that's when Jr.'s like "Mm, over my dead body, and Cliff's like, yeah, yeah, that can be arranged. And I'm like, shit, are they gonna duel? Right. <gasps> I said cool. good day, fight, sir. Fight, fight. <laughs> I want them. I want them to pull out the gloves. The the pull the gloves out of it and just start slapping each other across the face. Oh yeah. Oh my god. That would have been amazing. Did, did you ever watch Cheers? Uh, yeah. That was on. Yeah. There was that famous scene where Sam and Diane just started slapping each other across the face, back and forth, oh, yeah, in Sam's yeah. office. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, see Jr. and Cliff slapping each other back and forth. That sounds almost like an Alexis and Crystal thing. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Even though I've never watched that show, it's what it's called. Me like. either. I might the watch only it thing sometime. I know about After it. I'm done someday. with Falcon Crest, I might watch it. I've seen like scenes of their like ridiculous fighting on like yeah. YouTube clips of it, but then there was like this whole ass like parody done on the nanny. Hmm. Between Fran and Cece. Like they were they all like broke into character as like dynasty basically and i was like oh okay so so Which, this is that in 10 to 15 years when we're done with dallas 
maybe it was Pachacha Dynasty. <laughs> Which, if from what I've heard, there's a rumor that they took the staircase from South Fork and it became on the nanny. If you look at the oh, maybe that's why the they did that. It would make sense because they were both filmed at the same studio. I think down and in was, um, Studio City. Yeah, and there were similarities between the um, foyer, dining room, living room of uh, the Griswolds in Christmas Vacation to South Fork. In South Fork. I was just going to say that. Yeah. That's yes. nuts. It is. It's like the same, and I didn't notice it until just a couple of years ago. Call me crazy, but crazy. I, I think – I think crazy. Thank you. I don't think this Wally Hampton thing was JR's real scheme. I think he threw it at Cliff – like a distraction? A distraction, a decoy from something else. That's my guess. Because he was very like, oh, well, yeah, you caught me. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's exactly, that's why I said this is weird. He this was is just too weird. like, oh, you, know, you, you caught me. You win some, you lose one or two. Right. I didn't like he, it. He I was just very it. like... Yeah. He wasn't all, what, Barnes, get out of my office. Right. He was just like, hey, 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 oh, you got me. Oh, Oops. no. That's why I think something else is going on yeah. in the background that we don't know about. This is where, like, Cliff start to worry. God damn it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Jr. was very blasé until Cliff mentioned Sue Ellen's name. And then he was like... Puff right. up my chest over my dead body. Like right. you're gonna have That's to. That's when he started getting pissed. Body, right? Whatever, whatever it takes. Don't whatever it takes, JR. Cliff's like, mm. didn't make that happen. He's like quartering like a rabid beaver or something, but like I that. Know. Like just don't, uh, don't do it. Mm. And speaking of scenes, we cut to the Longview Bar, and everything just stops. Even the music when Donna walks in. With that. That's so cliche. It does, but she just saunters in like it's a fucking western. Just boom mm -hmm. in her like big fur coat, like twenty bam, paces. Bam, boom. Bam. There's about to be a duel. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, there is. <laughs> well, that, and then she's she yeah. says, uh, Bonnie's like, "What are you doing here?" And she says, "I just come to see what my competition looks like with her clothes on." Oh, burn. <laughs> Standing there in her big fancy fur coat. She was thinking about that the whole way over, you know. Mm -hmm. who, who wrote this episode? Who gave Donna these lines? I give them a, an, a, an, a, yep. an A plus for that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Five thousand dollars to move to Houston. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ten thousand to leave the state. Fifteen thousand. Well, now so, we can right because she, as soon as she says fifteen thousand, she's like. Okay, I'll take it. She's like, mm, 10,000. And she's like, what? And she's like, well, now we know what we are. Well, now we can start, now that we know what you're worth, we can start haggling over your fee. And Damn, that's when Donna. the drink goes into Donna's that's face. When, and That's when Donna's basically like, use a hoe. Use and, a hoe. <laughs> and Bonnie's like, uber insulted. Really? Oh, Checks yeah. a drink in her face. Donna's like, oh, I'm sorry. Calm. You did calm. what? <clears throat> Bitch, Knuckle it, sandwich. It was like, like Susan Howard, like, like the frame was on her, you know, and it, it was very, I thought it was the camera like pan and like the hesitation was very mm -hmm. dramatic. Mm -hmm. She's like she was gathers like, herself. She was like, my fist, your face. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> and so then good. I put, I put RIP popcorn. <laughs> that bowl was just like, bam. <laughs> yep. 
And then she oh, drops some money on the bar and says, well, I guess the drinks are on Bonnie. And they oh, were in more ways than one. Snap! Snap! And that other, the friend of Bonnie's on the floor, like, the way she she flipped her head, she was like, she's like, oh, what happened? And I, you know what? <laughs> Fucking all hail Queen Donna in this moment. Just well, yeah, because those guys... Shit. Got like out of her way. We're like, ooh, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not getting in your way. Yeah. They're like tipping their hats out of her stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's right, royalty. Now, mm-hmm. is is she going to send Bonnie the cleaning bill for the uh, drink on the fur coat? Send the bill to South Fork. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got, oh, God. I mean, that's a spoiler, but you remember that? There's a few bar fights in the future where. Yeah. Was it? Mm. I think I think Bobby goes and beats the shit out of some dudes, and Jr. Yep. and Ray go pull him away. Yeah, and they're and like, "Who's going to pay for this? Send the bill to South Fork." What is that sculpture Jr. brings to Sue Ellen? What, what's it made it's of? A it's a sexy sculpture. It's it's like two it looks like two naked bracing. people. Yeah, bracing and entwined. And, and, and one of them was like. Ah. And oh. the other one was like, I think it was. I think it was like Venus and whoever the god of. Love yes. was supposed to be, yeah. and like she was like naked, and he was going for her tits. That's what it looked uh-huh. like, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so it was basically a sculpture of Jr. going for Sue Ellen's tits again. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was, and she was like, "Oh, it's beautiful." I'm like, "Do you realize what he just gave you?" Yeah. Like it's it's not some beautiful piece of art. He's like saying, "I I still want to bone you." Very, oh, very much. Saying, I like, want to bone you. And then he's she's like, I'm going to give you this piece of erotic art. And I feel like she senses that. And she's like, you know what? Like, this is moving a little fast for me. I don't really. And he's just like, oh, no, no, no. This is a friend gift. This, this is a, this this is a friend gift. We're, we're friends. And she's yeah, like. It is a friend gift. And I totally had my tongue in your mouth the other night. And. Uh, and they always mm-hmm. give sexy porno sculptures to their friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. This is what friends do. What is that yeah. that quote from Happy Gilmore? Friends always listen to endless love in the dark. <laughs> 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 and then he's he's like, no, 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 we're just we're just friends. This is friends. And then he like strategically grabs her hand and squeezes it because he knows that that's going to get to her. Subtle and then, stuff. And then he just like gets up, and uh, then he's just like, I, I know I shouldn't say it, but. I, I should have said it a long time ago. Oh, I should have said it a long time ago. I love you. And it was like, there. God damn it. He's so playing with her emotions. I hate it. I like the- that she didn't say anything back. Right. Didn't yes. even acknowledge it. She was nope. just like, uh, just like fuck. Because much like when she and JR were reminiscing in their bedroom the previous season, the wonderful moment is cut short by a phone call. It is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's very it par- it's a very parallel and yes this parallel also has to do with Kristen again. Kristen, yep. Bobby wants to, Bobby wants to come over. Okay, so Cliff wants the cartel to team up with him. And Marilee's um, all like, "Well, uh Marilee's like this is awkward." We 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 got something going with JR right now, but I don't know. We we can work with you again maybe at another time and mm-hmm. Jordan wants the waitress to bring another transfusion of the same blood type. I love that. And I want to remember that to use that in the future because that's smooth. I need another transfusion. Oh, then of the same blood type. So good. So good. And here's where. The truth comes out. Some truth bombs. 
Okay, so Bobby goes to visit Suellen, and he finally, he's just like, hey, I need a thing from you, and I need to tell you some truth. And so he tells her, look, Christopher is actually Kristen's baby. And, uh, and she's like, motherfucker. God damn it. And she's like, so she did have a baby. He's like, you knew about the pregnancy? And he was, she was like, oh, of course I Why did. do you think there were no charges pressed for the shooting? Right. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes he, so Bobby already knew that it was Jared's kid, but now it's for sure, according to Suellen, that is Jared's. And he's like, oh uh, fuck. But then right. again, what's Faraday's role in all this? We don't know yeah. yet. We don't how know many yet. and how many dudes like take up with a woman who's got a newborn? Yeah. That's it's odd. And he's not well, he, like nice guys do. He's not really a nice guy. So I got the feeling that he took up with her when she was already pregnant. Not that she, that he had a newborn. Kristen was into <gasps> the PCP. And I Kristen think that maybe maybe he mm-hmm. had some connection. Did they get together before she even knew that she was pregnant? Oh, she, oh maybe he was her dealer. Like there that, you go. Yeah. Mm. So it's the Ewings. The Ewings have money, and if he's a dealer, maybe he's trying to suck some money out of them for his uh, drug business. Right. Uh, Most likely. Yeah. Right. Which he did get from Bobby. Yeah. So um, so Bobby's like, hey, I need you to – so anyway, she's really upset about it. And he's like, I, I would really need you to sign an affidavit saying you don't know who the father is and that you don't want custody. And she's like, yeah, but I would have to lie. And she's like – I know. And then she's uh, reminded, but she's reminded what a horrible person J.R. Ewing is. Yes, this reminds her, like, oh shit, all that bullshit J.R.'s put me through for the past like fifteen years. Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And you know what's really sad is like she she starts to cry, like she tears up. She's I like, know. she's like, I know, like you and Pam, like that's the best thing that could have ever happened to you. You know, I'll do whatever you want. And it's like. It's like she's going back and forth between Jr. sucks, but this baby has a good family. But Jr. sucks, but the baby's better off. But Jr. sucks. It's like boop, 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 right. boop. Mm-hmm. and it's I feel really true. bad for her. Yeah, right. it's all true. And she said, "I don't." What did she say? I don't want to screw up your life too, or something like that. I don't want Jr. to. Screw I want Jr. screw life. up your life too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm as like, much as damn. He screwed up mine. She's actually got some damn empathy. And she people. wants her nephew to be raised mm-hmm. by a good family. And she knows that Bobby and Pam will give him a good family. Oh, yeah. And she's like, are you good with, like, raising JR's son? Right. He's like, I don't really have a choice. But right. I'm like, you're he the does, better father anyway, you right. know? He's a much better father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing. Like, Sue Ellen, Sue Ellen, you know she's not going to. But she could be like, no, I want to take him. Right. Like I yep. have first dibs, like, but right, she's right, right. she's okay. also knows like she. How's that going to look for for single Sue Ellen to be like, oh, here's another baby. True you know, to raise her her ex husband's child, but she doesn't have to, right? She because doesn't have to. She she she, is, she decides to sign the affidavit for mm-hmm. Bobby, for Pam, for Christopher, mm-hmm. and I think also for Kristen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better for Christopher to end up within her family. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, even right. if it is through Jr., then Lost elsewhere, somewhere. right, in right. the system, or worse, mm-hmm. right. I think yes. ultimately that's what she comes to the conclusion. Like it's better to have him at mm-hmm. South Fork, being right. raised by family, yeah, than just out there. 
Yep. And, and she was like, how, how the hell, basically, how the hell did you get him? And then, you know, she did have a bit, like, what? And Dobby's like, well, the, the dude she was shacking up with gave him to Long me. Long story. Long story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's, he's not going to, he's going to leave out the detail that he paid money. And she's oh, like, right. okay. <laughs> and it's so weird because he must have known. Didn't Jeff Faraday know about Sue Ellen? Like, he didn't go to her. Hmm. Good point. We don't ever we don't know that he knew about her because it's not ever explicitly mentioned but we we could well, assume he tried to, that didn't he try to go for jr but couldn't get to him so he went to bobby instead okay so he yeah. knew a little well, bit about the ewings well he knew he about knew jr's reputation he knew they had yeah. money yeah. you cannot not know about sue ellen and i'm sure Kristen probably high running her mouth blah blah blah. I, it's it's my it's probably my sister's husband's kid i don't know you know right. Right, right, right. Okay, so we cut to Lucy, uh, and she interrupts Roger in a photo shoot with Tanya, doing like a bikini photo shoot. Yeah, and why don't you, why don't you go in and put on the uh, the one piece, and then come back out? And, uh, we'll... The green one. And I said, what the fuck is up with Lucy's outfit? She's wearing a white suit, like a white pantsuit with a really bright red shirt like button-up shirt and i was like what the hell is that valentine's day and then i realized mm-hmm. oh it is valentine's day it is because february. it's february it's, this aired it's, hallmark, it's hallmark month it's probably for valentine's day <laughs> and she wants to keep things professional but he wants more oh, we need to talk about this more. and it's getting yeah. very uncomfortable and then blair sullivan walks in good old leland palmer Leland Palmer, yep. With Veronica's photos in an envelope. Mm-hmm. Tanya, Veronica, everyone's name ends in an A. <laughs> it is the 80s. Um, so Lucy says, like, look, 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 man, like, I don't regret what happened to us. Like, we like we did it. It's fine. But from now on, I want to, like, move on our relationship in a professional manner. Like, I don't want to do mm-hmm. this. And he's like, oh, but you should give us a chance. Like we could end up together. She's just like, eh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> she's yeah, trying no to be thanks. so nice. She's trying to be like, she's really trying to be nice about it. But being like, yeah, buddy, I'm just not that into you. Yeah. It's not happening, but he does not take it well. No, no. Cause he snaps at Tanya when she comes out and, uh, says their photo shoots over. Get out. Get out. Because okay, Lucy buddy. has gone off with Blair Sullivan to talk about things. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, she Lucy's just like, oh my god, thank you for coming in. She like runs out with Blair, like bye. Yeah, if only you knew Ray Wise's other side, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Okay, so we cut to Brad at County Courthouse. This goes pretty textbook in here. Basically, uh, they're going to continue. The judge is like, we're going to continue to look for the father. But in the meantime, we will totally give you temporary custody of the baby. And Bobby's really mm-hmm. excited. And I'm like, I'm really, really impressed by it. They have a whole courtroom um, set now. It's like, man, I hope they have storylines coming up to use that courtroom setup. Yes. Dallas Law instead of L.A. Law. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as they're leaving, Faraday is lurking by the payphone. He is. And then and, he goes into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And he at, like tries to find out what happened. So, Ray caps the beer finally. Tells Donna that Bonnie called him. What was the hell was that all about? 
Yeah, he's like giving her shit for punching Bonnie. And she's just like, okay, whatever. I was taking care of it. And she's going to Austin to do some research, research too, by the way. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's just like, yeah, like, why would you bother? And she's just like, you know what? Because I decided that I'm keeping you um, any way that I can have you. So you're just going to have to deal with it. And she walks out. And then he caps his beer. He caps his beer and then kind of like smiles to himself like, Ugh. okay, Ray. Is this the beginning of him hopefully snapping out of it? Maybe. I hope so because he's a shit husband right now. Capping the beer was a good sign though. Because he could have pounded the beer down and passed out again. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we cut to the um, Pam's exercise place. And I love... Love, love, love Pam's exercise outfit in the scene. It is pink. It is purple. It is so early 80s. It looks just like something one of, like my uh, workout Barbie would wear. I am all about it. You have a workout Barbie? Oh, yeah. They had, uh, what was her name? I forget what her name was. But, yeah, it was a workout Barbie from the early 80s. Oh. She had leg warmers and everything. Oh, wow. So special. Yeah. I think some of my Barbies had leg warmers too. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Epic. So good. Um, but then Bobby comes in and he introduces Christopher as Christopher Ewing, officially. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Isn't and that then she's special? Like, Wait, there was a hearing today? That was today. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I. I wanted to go to that. Why didn't you tell me? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I was just so worried something might go wrong. You understand. Yeah, like you finding out that Sue Ellen was the sister of the mother. And I think (laughs) she's taking that as like, oh, remember when I went crazy? You didn't. Okay. Okay. You know what? You know what could have been avoided? He could have told her that Sue Ellen that that it was Kristen's baby. None of them had to know that Jr. might be the father. I, Pam didn't exactly. have to know. She she didn't have to know. You could she just be didn't like, have to know. This was Kristen's baby, and we're going to give Kristen's baby a home. And she would have been like, "Okay, yeah. cool." Because what did Sue Ellen say when she was like attacking Jr. when when Kristen told them that she was pregnant? It could have been one of twelve, one of a hundred guys. Right, right. I keep remembering that. So thinking back on that, how. That's the thing. How does anybody know for sure that this is JR's child? Because she was also screwing Jordan Lee. Yeah. God knows who else. She was not monogamous. No. And oh. and she was she was going after all of them for child support. Mm-hmm. Like she was literally going after multiple guys for monthly financial support. Right. Bobby's just really bad at lying. And mm-hmm. so he did not think of that. <laughs> right. Well, Bobby, Bobby's wholesome and moral. <laughs> terrible. 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 And he wants to take Christopher to the zoo. Right. Okay. <laughs> the kid's probably Ooh. asleep. Yeah. And he'll probably sleep through most of it. But take him to the zoo anyway, if, that, if that's what you sure. want. Okay. So, last scene. JR drops by Sue Ellen's. He's I don't want like, the okay. damn votes. <laughs> <laughs> And now Sue Ellen's attitude has gone 180. Cold as ice. Yeah, he's expecting to be like, okay, yeah, I'm in with Sue Ellen. You're as cold as ice, and you're willing to sacrifice. He's 
He's like, hey, baby, look at this necklace I got. Yeah, yeah, you want to go put it on? Make sure it's the only thing you've got on, right? And uh-uh. she's like, fuck you. She's uh-huh. like, this is this, bullshit. She said, like this our marriage is, is an expensive joke. It's an expensive joke. And she's she's like, like, this is, nope, don't want it. Nope. And he's and like, he's wait, like, what is happening? What like, happened? I, I spent all afternoon picking it out. Like, you <laughs> almost found it. I, I spent oh, a really? half hour doing this. And she's just like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not JR, doing it. JR, you didn't have any deals going on at the office? You spent the whole afternoon picking that out? Or you, 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 you didn't have the second party or plan to destroy Cliff Barnes to work on at all? What's, come like, on. He's like, what? what what did I do? And I'm like, JR, you slept with her sister. You, uh, fathered a baby. Her, fathered a baby with her sister. You locked her in a sanitarium. You told everyone she was drinking when she was not drinking. Like, what do you say? What do you mean? What did you I do? I do, oh, I do get God. his confusion because she was warming up to him. She did right. s- stick her tongue in his mouth. True. That would make him think. Oh, things are going no, good. Right. You you and threatened well, so, her before the divorce hearing in front of uh, so the now, media. Right. In the moment, though, he's – no offense, Josh. He's being a man going, what did I do wrong? Everything was going what so good. I, do? I don't get it. Right. And she's just like th- – this is where Sue Ellen's pretty much like all the things. And yeah. we're not going to get into that now. You're going to leave. Bye. 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 <laughs> And he's and he's he's literally downstairs going, what the fuck? Yeah, and it freeze frame. Jr. Confused. Yeah, like what? Which we have and, to drink once. And, and scene. And yes. scene. Okay, so I'm going to give this um, four point five bourbons and a barroom brawl. Um, mm-hmm. And I I'm giving it four point five, even though I feel like the beginning of the episode was kind of. Eh, the end Momentum. takes it over the top. Yeah. The, the Donna scene is like one of the best Donna scenes ever. It's, it's like rolling that, that boulder up the hill and then it just kind of. Yeah. Just bad bitch Donna is amazing. And then Pam's workout Barbie outfit is off the hook. So, yes. 4.5. I also went with a 4.5. Uh, Cliff uh, waking up to JR's uh, biznitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to rehash what you said about Donna because it's all spot on. Uh, and um, I'm going to give it a dirty phallic uh, sex sculpture. <laughs> nice. Solid. Yeah. Um, I think we need to make a decision now because I also, I would give it actually 4.75. I liked, I liked it. I, this mm-hmm. is what, like Sarah's, this is one of my favorites. Um, I can't decide between a generic contract that you keep in your pocket <laughs> or a goddamn blood test like you made John Ross go through for Christopher. Right. Find that Spend baby's a father. goddamn blood test. Right. Mm-hmm. Test them all. Test JR. Test Jordan Lee. Ch- test Faraday. Test them Everybody. all. Everybody. Test half of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And who was that guy she, uh... Uh, was it Rudy that she uh, fooled around Rudy. with at one time? Oh, Millington. Millington. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And why don't while we're at it, why doesn't she? Uh, why don't they go out to? I know you didn't watch it. Go out to Knots Landing and test Kenny Ward, whom she was having an affair with too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
True. And it was interesting because when she was in that episode, the actor who played Dave Culver played another character in that episode at uh, in the party mm-hmm. scene. That's funny. Like a dealer. Yeah. Yeah. See that Dave Culver is really her coke dealer. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Um, next time we are going to be back with season five, episode 20, episode 97. We're getting Closing so close to 100. 100. Uh, the Maelstrom. And, and it will we, be after Thanksgiving and yes. after Sarah's birthday is when yes. we're recording again. Oh, uh, yes. So after I return from California. After I return from Florida, after Thanksgiving. So we're gonna, not going to record again until December. So we'll be taking a week oh, off. Oh, are we taking the 30th off too? Oh, maybe not. I, I, no, we're probably not. I just don't know dates. Okay. I, it won't, we won't be able to post it probably till December. Oh, yeah. No problem. Okay. Everybody have uh, – all of our American listeners have a great Thanksgiving. Um, Even if you're from other places, just – have a Thanksgiving and be thankful for what Pretend you're doing. Sure. Yes. Enjoy some, some turkey for eat us. Some turkey. Eat some cranberry sauce. Mm, and yeah. some apple pie. <laughs> More people will come if there's punch and pie. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. More people will come if there's punch and pie. <laughs> and hopefully we will see you at 90s Con next March uh, if we are getting down there. Can and I in talk the meantime, about that? We have some merch on TeePublic, which um, you can find that link in our show notes. And as you can, all of our social media is also in our show notes. So go take a gander at that. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? R.I.P. in peace, popcorn bowl. On Dallas. So long. There must be some way to hurt him as much as he's hurt me. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed being with you last night. And we're still on for tonight. Bye, Cliff. I'm going to destroy you. We tried that. Didn't work. No, you don't understand. I don't want to just wipe you out. By the time I'm finished with you, There's not going to be any more Cliff Barnes.